The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program every afternoon on the network, coast to coast and border to border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn. iTunes, our radio loyalty, 50-plus AM FM stations across the Fruited Plain. And, of course, AM FM, 247.com. iHeartRadio as well. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so via our app, JiggyJaguar.us. You can download it or go to the app stores. You can listen to us live. Also, 24-7 stream. Uh, watch us do live video interviews as well. Everything inside of the app, check out JiggyJaguar.us. Tweets of destruction is the topic today. We've got world traveler and social media strategist Dr. Faye Wilson with us today. A bizarre social media post caused some chaos in the NFL draft fairly recently. Offensive tackle uh, for Ole Miss was ranked by many as the best in the draft. Teams were scared off by a video post to uh, the gentleman's Twitter account that showed him apparently smoking marijuana out of a bong gas mask contraption. The video was quickly deleted, but it just showed how the world has social media can be a monster that can destroy professional careers. This unfortunate set of circumstances prompts an emphasis on social media, awareness, and account piracy. And we've got Dr. Faye Wilson with us today, world traveler, social media strategist. She's going to use her experience here today to express unique perspective on the topic of social media and how it can destroy careers. Dr. Wilson, welcome to the broadcast. First of all, um, how can social media wreak havoc on uh, collegiate careers? Well, people follow sites of authority, sites that are ranked really high, sites that have a lot of followers, uh, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or whatever. If you have a number of people that are supposedly in your circle, then people see that as a position of authority. Twitter and Facebook have different privacy, privacy um, uh, rules. Yeah. And so we have to learn what the rules are if we're going to play the game, uh, so to speak. And what okay. happened in this particular situation with this NFL player, uh, it was horrible. One, number one, uh, that's not something we advocate. It's drugs of, of any kind. But what happened was that someone gained access to, to that moment in his life and at a very pivotal point in his life began to use it, hacked his account. And it teaches us a number of things, James. It teaches us that what we do in life does matter every step of the way. A number of young people, especially athletes, have been uh, exposed to drugs at some point, whether it's in high school or college or whatever. They've been exposed to it, and they made a decision whether or not to participate. And he's not the first one, but it was made such a public... um, They got a lot of attention because of the timing and also because he was the number one draft pick. We've got a great guest with us today, Dr. Faye Wilson. Go, go, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, my friend. Just go ahead and uh, finish what you were saying there. And, yeah, and because he was the number one draft pick, of course, it, it stirred up a lot of interest. But I went through and actually did a little bit of background and homework on it, and I read, actually read through comments, which I don't do a, a lot of times. But I found that most of the comments were not even negative about his behavior. It was actually negative toward the person who actually had the audacity to post that at this time in his life. And if it, indeed, it, it is in the past, then the past has come to haunt him in his present moment. His statements were, and I watched a couple of the interviews, his statements were, you know, he's just wanting to play the game. He just wants to play the game. It didn't matter who chose him. 
ultimately, um, you know, the, the team that won out, uh, he's very satisfied and very happy with, with the choices, with, with that position right now. So he is um, not looking at it as something that can stifle him for the rest of his life. And I went back and saw how many players, how many pros had been uh, tweeted, and they have tweet accounts, and everything that they say matters. And some of them have actually lost uh, their contracts because of their tweets for racist comments, uh, for uh, st- uh, stance that they have taken and attacks that they have taken on certain people. And the NFL is saying, we're not tolerating this. If you are putting out hate messages on tweet, we're following you. We're noticing that these things are happening. So my statement today would be to encourage everyone, regardless of whether you're an NFL player or whoever you are in life, that when you post something, it actually does go viral. Because once you post it to your account, all of your followers, your friends, they get to repost that, retweet that. And it can create havoc as it has um, for a particular player. And Facebook and Twitter, they put in some more restraints, but still, we have to understand that the Internet is worldwide. It has no boundaries. It's not judge. It's, there's no U.S. judicial rights or jurisdictional rights to that tweet or to what you say. It goes out and around the world. And what you post, the pictures you post, the words you speak are out there to haunt you for the rest of your life. So be mindful of what you say. Be conscious of what you post. Know that if you won't say it in front of a person, then don't say it in a tweet or a text. If you don't have the audacity to confront me, James, and tell me how you really feel in person, then you shouldn't be posting it <laughs> online. So yes. To understand. You are completely correct on that. We've got Dr. Faye Wilson with us today. Tweets of destruction is the topic today. She's a world traveler and social media strategist. Are there any laws or rules that prohibit usage on social media sites? Well, only those that are set up by those corporations, like for instance, Facebook's default privacy setting for new users is for friends only. And if you want to update that, then it's up to that particular person. And most people don't even think about going to settings and looking under privacy and to see who's actually checking your information or who can see your information. If you don't want everybody to see what you post, then you need to make the decision inside of Facebook to say, oh, this is for my friends only or for these particular people. I can ban these people. You can ban people in there. Some people don't even know to do that. Uh, in the Twitter account, your default is to post to public. So if you just open a Twitter account, James, then everything you post is going to everybody, is exposed to everybody. And if you don't go in and and set up a protected account, which is what this particular player did not have, and I'm choosing to not continue to repeat his name because he's not the only one who's had a problem, Um, but this particular player had this uh, problem because this account was not protected. He just opened an account like many high schoolers do, they have this, and strangers all over the world can see your information. And I'm not sure yet, uh, because I didn't find the answers to this question, even if you protected your account, because if there are hackers there, there are hackers. They spend their, they spend their days working on how to hack. Yeah. While we spend our days working on how to build out a business, they're trying to build... They build their business on how to destroy people's lives. And so they hacked his account. It was an unprotected account. It may have helped if the account had been protected. 
Um, and I understand after that, the, the video was, was taken down and the account was removed. Um, but certainly the damage had already been done. You can't undo what's been done in social media simply by removing the video because people still have it. It's all over the place. The pictures are there. It's still all over the Internet. That means it's all over the world. So I encourage people to get into your privacy settings, get into your security settings, and begin to read and find out what restrictions you want in place. Remember, it is a social media. It is first connected for people to be connected to other people. Like anything else, it can be abused. It, social media is not bad. It is not negative. There are people using social media. Just because someone has an accident in, a, in an automobile, it doesn't mean automobiles are bad. That person is just a reckless driver. We have to be conscientious drivers in social media. We have to be conscious that there are other people alongside of us, across from us, or in our circles, that are not people that we know. These are not our neighbors. These are not people we grew up with. They're strangers, total strangers. And we don't want to expose our lives that, like that to so, total strangers, not your intimate uh, light. So never get in front of a camera if you don't want that information circulated. It's because sometimes friends can turn out when they see the dollar sign, they can sell you out. So don't ever get in front of a camera if you do not want that circulated. We've got a... Uh fabulous guest with us today she joins us live here on the broadcast talking about uh tweets of destruction we've got world traveler and social media strategist dr faye wilson with us today she uh she's got an incredible uh book out there we're going to talk about her book here in a few moments uh fatal distraction steal kill and destroy uh but uh go ahead and uh, finish your point there i didn't mean to step on you i just wanted to everybody who just maybe came in late or uh wanted to know who the guest was uh, we want to make sure everybody knows who we're talking to go ahead dr wilson thanks james and on linkedin which is a professional uh profile and it's also linked to twitter twitter that's another thing that we have to keep in mind facebook is linked to Twitter, LinkedIn is linked to Twitter. So we have to remember that when we post in one place, we're actually posting on multiple platforms simultaneously. And LinkedIn, by default, our profiles are public. If we want to change the settings, we have to go into the account and begin to click through the helpful links in order to change the settings. LinkedIn, if you just want to post that for your resume and you want only those employers that you're seeking employment with to see that, then set it for private and only allow those particular people to have access to you. And and Google Plus, by default, your posts are public. So the, the message here is to make sure you take responsibility as a, a, an account holder. We can't blame Facebook or Twitter or, or social media in its entirety for for our own privacy and to protect us. It's not their sole responsibility. It is our responsibility to keep ourselves safe and to keep our children safe. I think it's a wake-up call because of what happened, uh, That it, and it has been happening all along, but as it is in, in the world, one person gets the limelight when there have been hundreds of other people who have done the same thing, but the attention went in that direction. It is our responsibility to make sure that we present uh, messages that are positive in Twitter. Young people, children, um, high schoolers, college students, if you're planning on a career, and I tell my nieces and nephews this all the time, James, I say, you know, don't post a pic on Facebook if you don't want your future employee to see it. 
if you don't want your future husband or your future wife to know that you were in that situation, then don't do it. Don't put yourself out like that. More than just, just your little network is seeing that. Remember, everybody in your network has a network. Everybody you tweet to has tweet, has people they tweet to. And it can go into millions of people's hands simultaneously. And then there you are with regret and shame, embarrassment for yourself, for your family, and trying to figure your life out or start over all over again because some information got out there that you really did want to protect. So think about those decisions when you're out there in social media, especially Twitter, because it goes viral so quickly. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live. Uh, she is a fantastic, fantastic author. Fatal Distraction, Steal, Kill, and Destroy is the latest book. We'll talk about that here in a few moments. Dr. Faye Wilson with us today here on our broadcast. Now, um, will this problem continue to get worse before it gets better as far as social media is concerned? I think it will get worse because people don't practice common sense. They forget the common sense that your mama taught you. Don't talk to strangers. Uh, stay out of the street. You know, do those <laughs> things that you learn in kindergarten. <laughs> in kindergarten, play fair. You know, share share, and, 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 uh, and respect others. You know, know how to be respectful in social media. Um, we're thinking about just putting together a, a product just so people can know how to have common sense because I honestly believe that people have gone into a place right now, have lost total consciousness of humanity and begin to become more tech or technologically minded rather than human mindedness, if I could say that word. But to, to have feelings and emotions, to know what you say, someone else is reading that at the other end, to know what you do online. I was talking about, we were talking about um, uh, a few days ago with someone about respect on Facebook, you know, not saying anything just because that person can't touch you in that moment, and stop hiding behind your tweets. Come out, come out wherever you are. If you have a, if you have something to say, you know, have, have a, a, a coffee break, have a call, uh, meet them for lunch if you want to communicate. And if it's not something that you really want to become known as, you're creating, you're creating a legacy in words. And, and those words will be out there for your children and your grandchildren. And be respectful of that, knowing that it will come back uh, to meet you. And when you're in Facebook, let others find your profile uh, by searching for you with your, your address and phone number. Because only your intimate friends and family members will know your address. And so you can put those restrictions in place. And in Twitter, your discoverability, you need to check that in your privacy settings. Uncheck the email address and phone number options and then click save. Uh, Don't let let everybody in your house. I think about this. You know, I keep my doors locked at home. I don't open my doors for strangers. I don't let just anybody come into my house. When you set up a social media account, a media account, when you set up your Twitter account, just make sure you lock your doors. Don't just let anybody come in. And I know people are hungry for fame and hungry for followers and hungry for Facebook friends because they have, I don't know, unless you're building a business with it, I I don't see the use in having all those people take up those slots unless you're you're building a business. But, But there are people that are hungry for that type of attention, which is not positive, which is not good attention because those people cannot serve you. And you really can't serve them unless it becomes 
a meaningful relationship. You're making deposits into their lives. They're making deposits back into your life that can create um, um, some type of bankable relationship, I should say. But just to be out there and exposing your personal and private information in a world that's full of danger uh, is insanity. And we have to pull the reins, James. We, and we have to think about our children, the predators that are online now. It's just massive that the CIA has set up an entirely new division for predators and, have, and to monitor this because so many children are falling prey to these predators out there that are because they're exposing themselves. This information is out there. They know where these people live. They have birthday parties and put in their address out there for the world to find their home. So, we've, yeah, it's going to get worse. We've got a, a great guest with us today. Dr. Faye Wilson joins us. She's a world traveler and social media strategist. And uh, as we wrap up here with uh, the good doctor, let's talk about Fatal Distraction. Steal, kill, and destroy. It's now available. It's an ebook by Dr. Faye unveiling who is behind distraction and destructive habits. This book is written as an easy-to-read format and can be read within an hour. Get your copy today at Amazon.com. Tell us about Fatal Distraction and why you decided to write this book. I decided to write that book because I've realized that so many people have lose focus so quickly. We were de- we were deceived into thinking that we could multitask, and multitasking is just total confusion. We can't do many things at one time and do all of them well. We can do one thing at a time, one behind another, in some type of chronological or sequential order, so that we can get to the end. And there are so many unfinished projects and many people lives, unfinished books, unfinished albums, unfinished whatever, this unfinished business. So we wrote the book to address the issue of unfinished business and how to declutter the mind, how to put the mind back on track, get it focused, energized, empowered to finish projects because we realize if you don't focus, you won't finish. And if you don't focus, you'll never gain momentum. And momentum players are the ones who always finish in the game. The Olympians always finish, the one who gains the most momentum. So we teach people how to refocus, gain momentum, and to finish whatever it is that they start and not be deceived by the fatal distraction that truly will steal, kill, and destroy your vision, corrupt your legacy, and leave you with wondering why didn't you ever live your dream. We've got a, a great guest with us today. Now, um, what elements did you draw upon to develop uh, this book? Well, um, much of it was drawn out of my own experience because I realized that I was getting blocked uh, in so many different projects that I had because I, I was always thinking and always dreaming and always had ideas. And I thought, you know what? This is crazy. I, I end up being the hamster on the wheel, going nowhere fast always exhausted, but feeling at the end of the day that I had not accomplished very much. And I learned something through life, James, that if I have, if I have the experience, other people have had it also. And so I put those thoughts in writing, and also uh, there's a scripture in the Bible, James, um, uh, John 10 and 10, that says, The thief come not before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I wanted that life more abundantly, abundantly, not life in a strife or a life in, a, in, in frustration or life in anxiety all the time, but the life more abundantly. And so I, I saw that that thief was still in my time, still in my focus, and ultimately 
fulfilling my dream and my destiny. And James, I was not going to have it anymore. <laughs> I knew I needed to focus. I needed to get in this, my lane, stay in my lane, and finish what I started. And I, I couldn't finish everything that I had started, but James, this is what I could do. I could finish one thing at a time. We've got a great guest with us today. Dr. Faye Wilson joins us. She's a world traveler, social media strategist. She has Fatal Distraction, Steal, Kill, Destroy is now available. Get your copy at Amazon.com. Give us a a profile of the typical reader who's going to love this book. Uh, Any person who's an entrepreneur or thinking about starting a business, a stay-at-home mom who maybe uh, is looking at going back into the marketplace, and looking for an idea, looking for uh, what can I do with this next chapter of my life. Fatal distraction will help them to uh, get clear, get very clear and refocus on what it is that's, that's on the inside of them, that passion, that drive, that thing that they would love to do and get all of the clutter out of the way. And we started projects of teaching people, just get the clutter out of your own home and then you'll find that the clutter will start leaving your mind as well. So. People who read this book will be college students who are, are, are thinking about a career or maybe they're carrying double majors and don't even know why. And to help them to understand that it's, it's okay to not try to conquer the world in four years or eight years, whatever the case may be, but to know that it's okay to be strategic, to create mind maps, vision boards, and to begin to focus, to put God first, and to know that everything else will begin to to um, turn out, it will turn out just fine as long as we keep our priorities in order and not chase the dollar. I'm real big about that, not chasing the money, but allowing our eyes to stay focused on Jesus and everything else will come back. We'll, we'll follow that. And I truly believe that. And I see that happening even with the people who have purchased the book and have come back to say it's shifting the way that they think. Now, uh, what have been some of the uh, best reviews you've gotten on the book so far? Well, some of the best reviews are, uh, I read something from a lady who said that it was life-changing, that it helped her to finish. She's been writing a book for maybe three or four years, and so she went back to the table, and so she's finishing the book, and I think that's phenomenal. I, I, I was so glad for her because she had been working on it for so long. Um, another lady who had just had some problems and not being able to sleep at night because her mind was churning all of the time. She couldn't turn it off. And so after reading the book and the chapter on decluttering the mind and decluttering her life, she started cleaning her house. She felt free. She felt clear. And she's able to articulate. She has more confidence in in achieving her goals now. So those are a couple, uh, James, that we've received. And so we're just excited. We, we, we'd like to do products that can revolutionize the way people are living their lives and empower them because I know that's what God wants me to do and so that I can put these tools, digital tools, in people's hands all over the world. And Fatal Distraction is one of those tools. But we do have another one, Win With Confidence. That is a very exciting tool that we just released a few weeks ago. And, and that one is at uh, dgaglobal.com forward slash Dr. Faye. That one is a powerful course, and it helps graduate you into a place of feeling empowered. And so I encourage people to uh, look out there and get that course um, that are interested in, in building their confidence to know how to use strategies both on and offline to build a legacy 
Um, we're moving people out of just, you know, just the race of trying to always get more and do more, rather be more. And out of that bigness that's in, on the inside of us, that God bigness that's on the inside of us, we will give birth to more, not only for ourselves, but to other people. Because I firmly believe you can't give away what you do not possess. Unless you've experienced it, you cannot expose others, others, others to it. And that's what Win With Confidence will do. Uh, again, that's at dgaglobal.com forward slash Dr. Fang. Well, uh, Dr. Fay, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on the broadcast. And uh, have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, James. It's great being here. Appreciate it. Thank you much. Dr. Fay Wilson with us today. We're going to take a brief time out and come back with more.